Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcasts. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, for those of you who are like me and don't gamble, let me tell you what it means if a team is said to have 10 to 1 odds of winning a championship. It means that if you put $1 down on them winning, you win $10 in return if they, if they end up winning the thing. Um, so a team that has 2 to 1 odds has a better chance of winning the title than a team with 10 to 1 odds. Uh, if a team is really great, then they aren't going to be given you know, 100 to 1 odds because the betting facility is going to go bankrupt when they're going to have to pay up. When you pick a team with horrible odds to win, the chances of, of you winning are less, but the reward is actually that much greater. And likewise, when something is easy for us, we aren't given much in return in comparison to when something is difficult. In today's passage in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, you're going to see that when, when it comes to love, you don't really get points for loving those who love you. It's, it's easy to love those people. Loving in the difficult moments is what we're called to do if we want to be perfect like Jesus is perfect. Uh, it says in Matthew 5, 43 through 48, you have heard that it was said, love your, enemy and hate your, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of heaven, uh, your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? And then he says, be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Let's look a little bit here what Jesus is really saying. Uh, the words, love your neighbor, verse 43, uh, they are thoroughly biblical words. They, the command that it says, hate your enemy, it was simply, it doesn't appear in the Old Testament. These people that Jesus was talking to, evidently, uh, some of the contemporaries of Jesus argued the command uh, to focus one's love specifically on, on his neighbor also implied the inverse that you could hate those who are not your neighbor. That's why many Jews around Jesus' day, they were, they were actually pretty racist towards any non-Jew. Uh, they were considered, uh, they weren't considered their neighbors. Jesus was correct though, to reject the interpretation that one was only to love a fellow Jew. The Old Testament was actually pretty clear in the idea that Jews were to love foreigners and not just Jews. Leviticus 19 explicitly applies uh, the love command to foreigners as well as those who are native-born. Leviticus, it said, when a foreigner lives, in your, uh, lives with you in your land, you must not oppress him. You must regard the foreigner who lives with you as the native-born among you. You're to love him as you love yourself. For you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. We all, at some point in time, we have been ostracized. We've been the one who have needed a helping hand, and Jesus was that for us, still is that for us. It says uh, in Scripture, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus tells us that one way in which a disciple can express love to his so-called enemy is by praying for his persecutors. Many of Jesus' contemporaries made frequent mention of their enemies in their prayers, but rather than praying for them, they actually prayed against them. The disciples' prayer uh, and the persecutor's mistreatment are actually meant to be done in simultaneous fashion. Followers of Jesus shouldn't merely avoid aggression on those who mistreat us. We should actively express compassion at the very least in the form of praying for that person. 
Jesus also taught that loving only those who, who express love in return, it actually cheapens and degrades Christian love. Even sinners and tax collectors love people this way. By comparing these self-serving people um, to the tax collectors, it was really meant to be a stinging rebuke that Jesus was giving people. And Jesus then says, after all this talk about loving our enemies, he says to be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, this is one of the most difficult things to hear in Scripture. We, we can't be perfect like Jesus is saying here. But this is a reference um, to moral perfection. Jesus defined this moral perfection as matching God's own character. Love others, including your enemies, and that's the essence of divine perfection, the key to righteousness. But here's the thing, you will never be perfect as long as you display acts that are anything but showing love for other people. Don't get frustrated by this demand for perfection. Yes, you should strive for the ideal of resembling the character of Jesus, but you can't be perfect on your own. You can pursue perfection with God's help, but ultimately, it is his perfection that you need. And he offers it to you by substituting his perfection for your imperfection on the cross. What is Jesus saying in the Sermon on the Mount? He's saying, just putting up with your enemies is not good enough. I think there's three action statements that really sums up what Jesus is asking us to do. Number one, don't just love your enemies passively. Love them with your actions by, by praying for them, but also doing good for them, just like God has done for you. Number two, choose to love even when it's undeserved because that kind of love displays the perfect character of God. And number three is this. Remember that loving only those who are easy to love is something that anybody can do. Loving when it's difficult is real Jesus-like love. And so today, loving people is not going to be easy, but loving people is the most Jesus-like thing you can do. Because of sin, we're all enemies to God, but he didn't passively leave us in that state. He actively found a way to love us by going to the cross for us. Let's choose today to love people the way that Jesus loves. Will you pray with me? Lord, I thank you so much for the incredible love that you give to us. While we don't deserve your love, you actively give us your love. Lord, I pray that today you'll help every single one of us to understand and to know what it means and what it looks like uh, to love people, especially the people that are difficult to love. It's easy for us to love people that love us back. God, help each and every one of us to feel the conviction and the compassion in our hearts to love those who are difficult to love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.